This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Already two touchdowns. Ball comes down and the Vikings have it. Into the hands of Cameron Bynum. Trying to win a seventh in a row today. Here's Delvin Cook on first down and Cook's got room. Delvin Cook takes off down the sideline. There he goes. The big play they desperately needed. Allen on fourth and two. Keeps it alive. Josh Allen into the end zone, and it's hit by Peterson. Patrick Peterson has some room. The veteran down the sideline. Cousins ships one for Hawkinson. First down, Vikings. Cousins steps up and takes off, and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins lowers the shoulder. First down and goal, Minnesota. Feeling in motion. Here's Ham, the fullback. Touchdown, Vikings. Her cousin's back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh, my goodness. Justin Jefferson put it in. The catch of his life. Zero breathing room. He tries to sneak it. The ball is loose. Impossible. Do the Vikings have it? another monster day. Play action with his eyes downfield. Heaves it for Jefferson's sideline. Cousins steps into it. Wants Jefferson and has him. First down and goal for the Vikings. 
Allen's take the lead. Second and ten. Allen steps up and throws. An interception! Patrick Peterson! And in this heavyweight bout, the Vikings with the knockout blow! Here we go. Welcome to the Full Skull oh, Podcast. With uh, me, Dale Luganville, and my good buddy, James Camaro. Hello, hello, hello. All right, so, yet again. I apologize for my voice off the bat. My, I'm, I don't know, some kind of allergies or something. So, so I was, <laughs> when I was watching that game <laughs> and ran through <sighs> all of the emotions possible, uh, a few I don't think have been defined by psychology yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, yeah. my God, what a game. And just, like, the ups and downs. But there was a time where, and I'll fully admit it, of all the talk that I've been given about this this fall, we're on, it doesn't matter what happens, we're playing on house money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I admit, I slipped in. I slipped into the old Vikings fan mentality. I was like, we're losing this game. Screw this. I'm going, I'm going back to the deer stand. Yeah, you like, did. You were like, I'm this. going to the horse. I'm like, I'm, I'm just done. And in my mind, I was thinking of the podcast. I was like, I knew this was going to happen at some point in time. And so I was already in my head starting like, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to start it, you know, instead of doing the, I was going to go. Exactly. And then, and then like. The price is, the price is right. You lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I leave, I leave the bar, and I just put the phone on. Uh, I have I, like NFL Mobile. I put my little phone holder there, and I'm driving down, and I'm more listening to it than really watching it. And then it's like mm-hmm. I get what a mile down the road, and and Cook break one, breaks one off. I was like, yeah, oh, well, that yeah. that'll help. I was like, yeah, exactly. Sweet. And from that moment on, I just I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. You know, there's people keep saying um, that we're charmed, that we're blessed, that they keep using the word resilient. Um, There's just not enough adjectives to describe what is happening. What is happening? And and the, the biggest thing about the whole thing is that it doesn't happen to the Vikings. It might happen for other teams that we are not really aware of, obviously, because we're not paying attention to other teams. Like we might catch a nationally televised game and, oh, that was a good game. Oh, they barely won. And you might see their record, but you don't know the ins and outs of it, like the fan base. But obviously for us, this doesn't happen to us. So it's just like beyond kind of the comprehension. I mean, obviously – Overjoyed, like can't even express eight one, uh, lead, uh, tied for first place in the NFL, not in the <laughs> NFC, in the NFL, tied for first place. Thank you to the commies for beating the um, Philadelphia Eagles last night, which I stayed up and watched that game on prayer place because I wanted to see that. And sure enough, and actually they end up winning like thirty two to yeah, they got a, they got a, because they got a touchdown yeah. with like zero time left on the clock yeah, or something. Garbage but, touchdown, um, yeah. I think they were, I think they wore up by five or something um, previous to that. But anyway, so yeah, um, uh, that game, um, national media, instant classic, best game of the season so far. Um, we'll get into JJ and the catch, um, you know, down, down the road, but 
uh, just in general terms about the game, unbelievable. Just as a just as a pure football game. Now, obviously, you know because it was the Vikings and because we won, it just you know cloud nine. But just from a pure football standpoint, the whole world is like, wow, what a game! How many yeah. people have reached out yeah. to me yep. because they know that I'm such a fan, and they're like. Wow, dude, this game is crazy! Or wow, mm-hmm. I can't believe that. You know, I was at deer camp today. We hunted. I was opening day in uh, Michigan here, uh, opening of of muzzleloader, which is strange because everybody uses these three fifties and four fifties. <laughs> so there's really no muzzleloader season. Uh, you you have to use like a, a straight shank cartridge or something like that. So I don't know if that's big out there or not, or where your listeners are, but. They, they started making these 350 calibers and 450 calibers. And so everybody just uses those rifles during muzzleloader. But anyways, today's technically muzzleloader opener. Uh, but for the majority of the world, it's just gun opener. <laughs> Even though yeah, yeah. there's a gun there's right. a gun opener in December. That's the actual gun opener. So yeah, right. it's just it's just weird. But anyway, so I you know going to deer camp this morning and you know we're sitting there talking and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I said something about the Vikings. They're like, oh yeah, man, Jim's a big Vikings fan. Blah, blah, blah. That game was crazy. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, it's just like how does that even happen? And you know the fumble in the end zone. I mean, just like. There's something going on. I mean, I want to say it was a game of two halves, right? Because uh, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have a caveat with that, though. It's it's it's, it was only a game of two halves for Buffalo because we scored in every quarter. Yes. So, uh, but I will say that first half we got outplayed, like. Oh yeah, percent. Like bad. I mean, and and, you know, again, we talk about our group text that message we got going on with my brother and nephews and stuff and i was just like they're just a, they're just a better team i go there i yeah. said it like they're just they're just better i mean yeah. and it was yeah. it was evident and it wasn't like we were screwing up they were just better their defense was better yeah. their offense was better it was just like Phew. yeah it's 24 10 at halftime and and i was thinking the, blowout i was thinking you know this will you know yeah. the vikings even was, though we'll be Seven and two. If we lose, we'll drop out of the mm-hmm. top ten in the power rankings. You know, because we'll just get schlacked to be the second good team well, in air quotes that we pay, played. Yeah, more than likely, we would it'll have, be a, yes. it'll be another blowout. You know, so I'm like, I don't know. That, I don't know that we would have dropped out of ten, but I mean, obviously, we don't have to worry about that now. But I was kind of getting to that uh, mentality too of just keep fighting. Come on, guys, keep fighting. Keep it close. If we can keep this close then at least we can get some type of recognition. Like, you know, they put up a fight and stuff like that. So uh, what I was going to say was that at halftime, it was 24-10. We were obviously losing by 14. And the um, Buffalo Bills had not lost a home game when they're leading by 14 or more at halftime since 1968. 1968. So – what is that? Thirty-two and twenty-two. Fifty-four years they've had a record of being up by fourteen at home. They do not lose. They lost yesterday. Yeah. They lost on Sunday. So um, yeah, some but of the they stuff have is just it, But they, I mean, that's another big um, loss for them as far as a uh, second half, second half play. They didn't. I mean, yes, yes. They got virtually shut out of the second half. I mean. Yeah, six points, six points in in third, fourth, and overtime. Six points. Yeah, yeah. I mean the defense. Um, and now, and he threw two picks, yeah. uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. But you know what? That's Josh Allen. Like he, he's um, and I and I see it in these younger quarterbacks. Him, um, uh, Heineke that we played last week. 
what is he's not really a young quarterback, but he's kind of a more of a gunslinger. Um, Tua can be that way, I think. Um, they they're just they're a little bit impatient. Uh, they try to push things because they're used to um, doing that, obviously, and having success. Um, they got Canada, Josh Allen. I mean, he throws the ball seventy yards, you know, on the run. Yeah. Like you do. Yeah. He's a he's a massive, massive man, six five, two fifty or something like that. I mean, like the dude is a beast uh, and got a cannon for an arm. And they're talking about, oh, he had this bad elbow. No, he's fine. The whole, you know, we don't know if he's going to play. That was all pandering. I do believe that. Yeah, that it was, was just circus. just try to try to throw Minnesota off, mm-hmm. so they have to game plan for two different. And they may, you know, no, nah, no, nah, he Which was means they're nervous. Happy. Exactly. Exactly. They, they they knew what I, was coming. I, w- I want to talk about that gunslinger stuff for for uh-huh. a little bit. You know, I you know watch a bunch of YouTubes and TikToks and whatever else, and and still there's still hard to get any credit. There now some people are coming around and giving the team credit. But they're still not giving Cousins any credit. And I'm mm-hmm. watching, um, I'm watching these analysts like. You know, oh, it just this Kirk me. You know, when he threw that touchdown, that was Kirk me, or that uh, interception is like that was Kirk being mm-hmm. Kurt, and my, he's just going to make mistakes, blah blah blah, and all the stuff that they rip on him, and then they turn around and they sing the praises of Josh Allen, who just mm-hmm. lost, by the way, yeah, and threw yeah. two picks, and then and they, you know they talk ball. about and so I'm like, fumble. listen, yeah, that was yeah. it. Like Brett Favre leads the has the record for the most interceptions. That's never yeah. brought up. It's just like, oh, yeah. it's Brett Favre, it's Brett Favre, it's Brett Favre. It's like, eh, eh, eh. yeah, he throws interceptions. Like all these other, all these other uh, quarterbacks, and they just mm-hmm. they don't hold that against them, but they hold it against Kirk, you know. And they're yeah. like, well, we just he's that's just so great. Aaron Rodgers can just under pressure and he can manage that game and he can put it right where it needs to be and only where the only the wide receiver can get it. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And again. Then they turn around, two face, and they go, "Well, I mean, Kirk only looks good because he has JJ Jefferson. If you throw it anywhere yeah. near him, he's going to catch it." Well, yeah, that's well, what every well, quarterback that, is exactly, doing. Exactly, exactly. And and you look at you look at Aaron Rodgers. So they 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 got a win. They got a big win against Dallas um, Sunday night, which I you know I we've said it on this podcast. I said it over and over. Oh, they're going to get smashed. They're going to get smashed. They didn't. They got a win. He actually. Looked halfway decent with his rookie receivers and stuff like that, but he had Devonte Adams before that. Like, and <laughs> so he throws the ball up, and Devonte Adams makes plays. And so up until yes, up until Sunday night, he looked terrible because he didn't have any receivers. So mm-hmm. how can you say that the quarterback Aaron Rodgers looked like trash until Sunday yeah, night? The receivers and, making him look good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to try to say that, and to that point, I want to bring up a Justin Jefferson stat. Um, so, in 2014, they started keeping this next-gen stats. They just um, abbreviated um, NGS, next-gen stats. And it's um, computer-generated dealio. You know, when uh, Dalvin Cook on his 81-yard um, touchdown, which is his biggest of his career, I think it was, uh, he got up to 22 miles an hour. So, I don't know if – I think they have, like, little – some type of the devices, like, on their pads or something, or they wear them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and they can get this next-gen stat stuff. So, Justin Jefferson caught 10 passes yesterday. Nine of them had a sub-50% chance of catching the ball. So, it was less than 50% chance that he was going to catch that ball. He caught nine of them. Since 2014, since Next Gen Stats started in 2014, the, 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 only, the, the, the most of those catches, less than 50%, has been six. He had nine 
in one nine in one game. That that's a stat that is blown away. You think, well, it's six and nine, but yeah, that's a huge that's a huge number. He's um, so good. That he's, so good. He, he's he's so good. And so here's the thing with Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah, so JJ had ten receptions, 193 yards, and a touchdown. Should have had two. That one uh, at the end of the game there, um, he got pulled down at the one, which it was the right call. He was down. But um, so you know, the, all this knock on Kirk Cousins. I'm so but nobody ripped. I'm so tired. Nobody of ripped on Dante Culpepper or Randall yeah. uh, Randall Cunningham when he was just throwing it up for Moss. You know, yeah. and I remember Madden back in the day. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, just throw it up there and let Moss get it. You know, like he didn't. Um, nobody. Nobody was ripping on the quarterback for doing that, for yeah. putting it out of reach for everybody except for Moss. But suddenly yeah. when – I don't get it, dude. The, the, the league well, and I everybody that, yeah. hates Kirk Cousins for some reason. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. And I think that um, – And a lot of Vikings fans do, and I just don't get well, it. I, well, and I, and I wasn't a huge fan, um, but this is a different Kirk Cousins. A hundred percent different than he's ever been. This is his worst year statistically. We've gone over that. Um, he's thrown more interceptions so far this year than he threw all of last season. All of last season because he was always afraid. I honestly, and I think I said it. I don't know if it was week eight episode, um, but I honestly believe it. With all that I have, that Kirk Cousins has never been in a system or been under a coach that he felt like he could make mistakes and yeah. wouldn't get benched or wouldn't be, you know, whatever. And I think that KOC has talked to him enough and they have enough rapport and Kirk Cousins feel comfortable. We're like, you know what? If I throw an interception, I'm not worried about going to the bench and hearing it because I guarantee you his time with Zimmer, he threw an interception, he heard it. Zimmer mm-hmm. would throw him up. Zimmer threw everybody under the bus. It yeah, was always, I mean, like he did not stand up for his players at all. Like, whatever. Totally, you know, just leave him alone. I don't even care, but, but, KOC, that's not KOC. KOC is like, go ahead. You're going to make the next one. You're going to make the next one. You just keep throwing the ball. Well, keep putting it up there. And I've heard it by color commentary uh, for decades and decades, you know, where you hear a guy, you know, and they try to make the play and they throw a pick, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some dumb ones. You know, that yeah. second one by Kirk, I don't He just got flustered. And I yeah, think I don't he know. Thought, I think he I thought think he, he saw, saw yeah. one of yeah, our players somebody, and he just yeah. threw it straight to them. Like, yeah. That, and nobody asked him. Nobody was, asked him about it in was, his press conference. That was stupid. But I don't, I don't understand why nobody asked him. That, yeah. But. Anyways, but I mean, other ones where you're just trying to you're trying to make a play and it gets picked off, or there's yeah. a good defensive play or whatever. It's like you got to brush those off. And I, and again, I've heard color commentary and analysts say it's like you got to just you got to let that one go. You know, like yeah, yeah, be through a pick. And don't worry I, about it. He, do it on the next. Do it on the yeah, next. Yeah, and do it on the next. I think that that's where he's at. He's but, getting to that point. And he, he's there, but my point is nobody gives him credit for that. Again, oh, yeah, again, yeah, if, yeah. if 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 Mahomes throws an interception or yeah. uh Dak Prescott or anybody, any any of the quarterbacks yeah. that they love, yeah. it doesn't tarnish their their reputation. It's yeah. just oh Aaron Rodgers threw a pick. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah, it, exactly. it doesn't tar yeah. but if as soon as Kirk does it, he's like, oh, see, here we go. Same old Kirk. Same old Kirk, yeah. It's like, what are you talking well, about? You got to think about – so you think about Stefan Diggs' catch, which at the time was like, oh, that's a, Dude, that's that's a, great, a really good That was catch. a great um, catch. But if he doesn't make a fantastic play and goes up there 14 feet in the air or whatever and grabs that one-handed, that ball's way over his head. Oh, that's a terribly, thrown, that's a terribly thrown pass. It's probably an interception. I don't know. I didn't see who was behind him. But that was a terrible throw, and Diggs made a great play on it by himself. In space, nobody around him. Okay, I, and nobody's it back. Nobody's I'm ripping like, on Josh Allen. Yeah, exactly. Nobody said anything about Josh Allen. Nobody oh, said that was a terrible, terrible throw. throw. Way to save him. Way to save him, Diggs. But as soon as Kirk Cousins starts throwing it up, then yeah, it's the same thing. I love it. 
I love the fact that Kirk is throwing the ball. And I said that over and over again. I am so thankful that he's willing to do that. And the more that he does it, the more he's doing it. So um, JJ is getting, you know, he got. Um, well, just, I don't know how many times he got targeted, but and you're just giving he, you're giving JJ more confidence, like JJ exactly. Like, you know, JJ's like, I'll get it. Just give me, just yeah. give me a chance, and I'll get. He's be, he's the playmaker. And how many times have you heard it? It's so cliche, but when the game's on a line, give it yeah. to your playmakers. Yeah. I don't care if they're well, triple coverage. Yeah. Like give and it to your playmakers. Thing, that's the thing that KOC mentioned in his press conference. I'm sure you saw. It. I'm sure any of the listeners have saw it. But he was saying that basically what he told Kirk on that fourth and 18 was that you have a receiver and you're my quarterback. That That's where the ball needs to go. And I, from what I understand was that Kirk went in the huddle and said, J.J., I'm going to throw you, – you, you, it's for you to make a play. We're going to put the ball in your hand for you to make a play. Double coverage. You know, he had a man in front of him. It was a little bit low. But, I mean, that ball was intercepted. That ball was really intercepted. He had, that 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 defender had both hands on it. Yeah, JJ pulls it out, <laughs> one handed, <laughs> laying back. Un- unbelievable. I think you know. Of course, the conversation goes: Is that the greatest catch ever? Is that better than Odell's? I think so because Odell was not guarded like that. No. Some people were saying, "Well, Odell's, I mean, the defender Odell's actually to, helped him." Yeah. He ripped that interception away. Yeah. And okay, Odell's was in the playoffs, I think. And so some people were saying, well, this is the regular season And it game. was a touchdown. It can't be that great and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? The game is over if he does not make that play. Fourth and 18. Yeah, 100%. Late, the game's over. The yep. game's over. So it, I know that it was a regular season game, but that was a huge – that was a playoff atmosphere. That was a potential Super Bowl preview uh, yeah, regular I watched, season game. I watched a video, and they, and they ranked the top 10 catches of all time, and they actually put that one at number 10. And then Odell Beckham was ahead of his, and he had, a, and there was a Moss one in there, and and they yeah. gave it, they gave explanation as to why it was only ten, blah 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 blah. And then yeah. at about five or four, they're contradicting themselves. They're picking oh, really? these other ones that weren't a playoff, weren't a touch, weren't in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like because they're like, well, if it had been a Super Bowl, if it had been a playoff game, that would have mattered. But it was just a regular yeah. season game, and blah 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 blah. And they gave all these excuses as to why it was only ten. Yeah. And then they're yeah. up at f- number five and four. I don't remember which examples they were, but I just remember hearing them go, you know, giving the the details about it, and they weren't Super Bowl, they weren't yeah. playoff games. And it's like, well, why was that one better? Why are they like, there? Yeah. It, yeah. Vikings just, I mean, they're hard to get it respect. Just, they're starting to get yeah. respect now. I mean, I do yeah. want to say. I mean, maybe I should say this for them, and I'll say it right now. You know, the new power rankings came out, and I've seen them. Yes. You know, they're all over yeah. the map, but they're all mm-hmm. definitely top, you know, four to number one. You know, I've seen them, yeah. you know, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Um, actually, I think I saw one that might even be a little bit lower than that yet. But I do want to say I don't think we're number one because I wouldn't I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have dropped Philly that far just because, yeah, they did lose um, – to a team that we beat. To a team that we beat, I get that, but they at beat, home. But they beat us, so but I mean, it's, us. Yeah. it's it's a wash. Yeah. So, yeah. meaning, I do think that that game was kind of a fluke for how they had been playing. Um, yeah, you know that face mask that didn't get called. That was huge. That was ball yeah. game. You yeah. know for sure. That I don't yeah. know how the refs didn't see that. That's for sure yeah. ball game. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. selfishly, yeah, exactly. I'm glad yeah. they didn't see it. It worked out yeah. for the Vikes, but 100 yeah. percent that was and, yeah. ball game and, right and there. I, yeah. So. I want, just, I want to circle back to the refs. Go ahead. Yeah, well, the, yeah, and the, the refs were a problem. But anybody that says that our game against the Bills was a fluke or that we got lucky, you can fuck all the way off. 
They yeah. had 12 men on the field. That was yeah. not a catch. Yeah. Like yeah. there was yeah. passing interference yeah. that wasn't yeah. called. Like stop it, just stop it. Yeah. Like so. This is this. Yeah. This is what my take is on the on the referees because I I don't know that it's not. But I, I heard something today on a podcast where they were talking about how do referees get certain games like playoff games and Super Bowl games and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, there's a grade, and you know, it's not so much if they miss the call or not. It's if they do this or do that. You know, different things that they do and stuff like that. But Way I, the way I think about it, because that could have very easily been, oh, yep, sorry, Minnesota, we blew that call. You lost. Really sorry. No, 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 no. Right. There, there, there has to be some kind of ramification. Yeah, you I think, think that officials should be fine. I think that they should be fine if a blown call causes a – changes the outcome or, or affects the outcome of a game. And well, now you can say there well, every call what affects the you know. Well, the yeah, that, like there's definitely but, a spectrum. Like how do you how do you yeah. gauge that? Because even a holding yeah. call can, you In know, even a quarter, missed yeah. holding yeah, call, yeah. which yeah. you know, yeah. you listen to announcers are all you could call a holding call in just about every play, yeah. which is true. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, those are important. You you go from yeah. oh we we converted a third down or we can convert it a fourth down and now we're backed up yeah. ten yards. You know, I don't know how huge. and. He, and even like the head of officiating said, they came out and said, "Yeah, we blew that call." I don't know how they don't stop that. It's, I mean, less than a minute left, huge play in the game. It's third and forever long. He, you know, it's like a. Tw- I mean, like yeah, it's huge. That should have been an how automatic. Not, that should have been an automatic booth review. Out. Yeah, that because the entire ball the, go like, upstairs. We check that, and they made that yeah. catch on the Viking sidelines, and all the Vikings were waving it off. Like that yeah. wasn't the catch. Like, that wasn't like the catch. They weren't even. Yeah, like they weren't even arguing. It was just like, oh no, no catch. And then they were like, what, what, what do you mean? Like they were astonished that they're running. Yeah, down they the were field like celebrating that it wasn't the like, catch. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. It's like so. I, I think there has to be something. Um, you know, twelve men on the field. Really? Like, how do you blow that call? I mean, that's that's the back judge or whatever. And called. I mean, you're trying and, to do and a quarterback they do. sneak. They, and they have an extra one, player two, on the field. Yeah. No, that was on the Dalvin. <laughs> The oh, that was on the Dalvin. Was on the Dalvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the, when he got pushed back, though, That's he got right. caught back in the backfield. Again, though, how, does, how does Dalvin not catch and... that ball, though? Like that, yeah. I don't know how yeah. he dropped that ball. That was like yeah. that was a gimme. Yeah. You know, that, uh, yeah. Again, all the theatrics that we witnessed it yeah. made it a great game, mind you. After yeah. the fact, oh, made it yeah. a great game. Yeah. But Dalvin catches that ball. Game over. Game um, over. Yeah. You know, our, well, we don't and, make, and, we don't miss an extra point. Game over. But again, yeah. we don't and miss KRC, that extra. We don't miss that extra point. We don't get this drama. We didn't. We don't yeah, get to exactly, see. Yeah. It doesn't become the greatest football first, game and, of the first, season. And first and goal from the two. That's got to be three handoffs, maybe even four handoffs to number four. Like he's going to get four yards, like yeah, right up the middle. Yeah. Don't play any games. Under center, hand it off. Boom. Hand it off. Yeah. Boom. Hand, I mean, like you're going to get in. You're going to get two yards. With four chances, I mean, at least. Well, three I was chances. even thinking because goal, Kirk on on the quarterback sneak, Kirk was kind of slow, and like the yeah. the whole line had already collapsed. Like, there's no way you're getting yeah. in. I thought, you know, if a running back would have actually Super kind of tried to do that, yeah. he probably would have bounced off and went around because there was nobody yeah. waiting on the outside. Like, there was just yeah, a pile of true. bodies right yeah. in the middle. Like, yeah. and obviously, you know, in real time, that's easy to say. It's Monday morning quarterbacking, but you know, and I did see yeah. that play a few times. Well, more than a few times because everybody and their brothers replaying like. So many yeah, highlights yeah, of that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I saw it and I'm like, yeah, there's no, he didn't get any penetration. Like, he's just, there's a pile of bodies there. I'm like, dude, there's nobody to the right. He could have stood up and just yeah. walked into the end zone if you just would have had the presence of mind to be like, this isn't here. Yeah. I'm going to back him and go around. Now, that's not really a quarterback, unless you're a rushing quarterback, 
a Russian quarterback yeah. may have had that thought. Kirk Cousins yeah. not going to, but no, but no. Delvin Cook might have. You know, if he yeah. had done like he a direct snap off, yeah. or some kind of you know weird, he might have been like, yeah. nope, I'm going around. You know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's either way. I'm grasping but, you know, the straws it, on that it, one. It, but turned, it, just, it turned into a huge like. If we do that and we kick the ball away, we're not going to probably stop them anyway. I mean, the defense would, it did really well, but they just marched. You know, who knows? They give them a whole, but, a whole bunch know, of time left. Even that catch you know, that wasn't the catch. Of, there's no, there's nothing to say they wouldn't have made another great play the next play. Yeah, you know, it wasn't true. a I drive. Mean, ending. It had been fourth down, but yeah, they would have. They could have still they done something. They would have went for it. Yeah. Um, and you know, Josh Allen takes dude, off. Dude, what did they have? Forty-five seconds, and they went down the entire field on us like yeah. nothing. I mean, yeah, forty-one. Uh, I dude, think, he's yeah. a problem. I mean, his the way he yeah. can rush that is a problem. That, the dude's huge, <laughs> and he's yeah, he's that, so fast. that dude is yeah, and strong. Yeah. And you know, yeah, it, yeah, he's just he's a problem. You're right. He's that's what it, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> dude, he's an amazing quarterback. And you know, some people were saying, well, you know, do you put him as like the best quarterback, you know, right now? But it's like he's the last couple games he's had drive endings and and game losing interceptions. Late in the games, in the red zone, he's had like four interceptions in the red zone over the last two games. And our two to Pat P were in the end zone. That was the first time. Uh, what was that stat? Now I heard it. I don't have it in front of me. Something about um, interceptions in the end zone. Um, two, two interceptions in the end zone or something like that. It's been like astronomical number of years since that's ever happened or something like that. I mean, it's just like, like so many records yeah. were like broken yeah. in this game. That's what makes it just so amazing. Uh, um, and then, okay. So today some people are like, well, all he has to do is just snap the ball. So I was, they, they, I saw a segment today on ESPN. It was, um, uh, it was from that night or the next day or something. I think it was Scott Van Pelt and he had Matt Hasselbeck, of course, Matt Hasselbeck, you know, I don't know if he's a hall of famer, but he's, you know, quarterback and um, retired quarterback. But he is saying that that is not an easy play. And from what he remembers and I though thinking back on the game, that was the first time that he remembers. And I agree with him that, that, um, that Allen was under center. He's always in the shotgun. Mm. Like every single play, he's in the shotgun. So he's like, they work on that. He said, but, you know, you got to think about the nose tackle is trying to get pushed. The quarterback's trying to get pushed. You know, um, you're, you're not used to being under center. And so that exchange sometimes is a little bit different, especially when you're not used to doing that. But the, the nose tackle is trying to just take off so he doesn't just get flattened and they get a safety. You're trying to get out of the end. So, so it's not an easy play. So he's like, it's, I know that it's not common, obviously, um, and it, I mean, I think the last time it happened was like 1970 or something like that, or 70 in the, in the 70s. But he said, I he when he happened, he was like, oh yeah, I can see that. I can see how that happens because he knows the um, the struggles that that has because he couldn't just snap it and take a knee because then it's a safety. Right. And so he's trying. You know, you know, it's a quarterback sneak. Everybody's coming in. I mean, yeah. So you could say whatever you want. Um, the Vikings are, you know whatever, you know, they keep finding a way to win these games. Like, oh, they're, they're barely winning. They the, the Vikings have set a new record, a new NFL record for the most wins, seven wins in a row uh, by one score. Yeah. Seven wins in a row by one score. Um, it's a new record. But at least now, starting to see in some of the media, and stuff, which is you know, kind of some of my biggest problems, that we just don't get the respect. But some of the media is like, nah, you know what? They're 8-1. 
just shut up. Just yeah. shut up now. I mean, there's it, some of that. I, but as but as a bitter fan, though, I do need to interject. Like, I don't like that stat because I do believe that that is not tenable. I, I don't think you can keep that up. Like you're well, like but, because you're winning the you're winning these games on a margin where if the ball tips this way or that way you're winning or losing it's like eventually the coin's gonna drop the other way yeah but and, but, and, but like when you when we said that at two and we said that at three and then at four like mm-hmm. well like who would have guessed that it would have been seven yeah you right. know what I mean so and why well, couldn't it okay, go to be fair nine or ten or, to be fair know, I mean, um I th- I think when oh, it might not be the same year but like when Kansas City won like. Weren't they the comeback kids all season long? Weren't they always down? Uh, yeah, I by like know. two touchdowns I, or something uh, ridiculous. They were always coming back to win, maybe, like always yeah. coming back to win, and nobody was giving them shit for that. They're just yeah. like, this is why they're amazing. They're never out of it, and it's like, yeah. you just don't. Vikings just don't. Well, garner because that. Patrick Mahomes is just a freak of nature. Well, he is. That He's is so good. He's so good. I mean, the. The the herd today just drove me nuts again. Yeah. Like he didn't really have anything bad necessarily to say about the Vikings, but I don't understand. Please, somebody help me understand how in his power rankings, his t- I think he only did top five, he had San Francisco. <laughs> They're four and five. Or yeah, five and four and or whatever yeah. they are. It's like. Yeah. What are you? He had them. I think he had them above the Vikings. I'm like, yeah. are you insane? Yeah. Like what? That's just by by by, yes. by, by what metric? By what idiot. metric? Yeah. There what is, are you talking by ratings, about? By ratings metric, he just wants people to watch him and to be upset. And yeah, that's that's all it is. All he's he's the um, Colin Howard is the is the. Um, Howard Stern of sports, but, he, but he's been, but he's been giving journalist. he's been giving the Vikes some credit. So it's not like I'm not like saying he's one of the Vikings haters because he's really not. I mean, he has been in the past, yeah. but he's not he's not yeah. this year. He's actually kind of giving them some props. He was actually kind of one of the first ones to kind of really come around and be like, you know, this we got to start giving these Vikings credits. There, they are finding yeah. ways to win. Um, yeah. You know, and he does say the stuff like we've said is like this. You know, statistically, this is one of Kirk's worst years, but worst they're getting years, it done. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, and there's something to be said about that. But when <sighs> last week's powering, I'm like, why does everybody keep slipping San Francisco in there? Yeah, I, th- I don't know. Maybe they're yeah. underachieving. I don't know, maybe. but I don't. I mean, like, like but they're yeah. still, but their record you are is what still your record ex- is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it always like, comes back to Bill Parcells. How many more? You how many more teams have a better is. record yeah. that that they're putting lower down yeah. on the power rankings? And with that yeah. said, let's go into this game. Up against Dallas. How does somebody explain (laughs) this shit to me right now? I am dead serious. How does explain this math to me? We go into Buffalo. Everybody's the this is the proving grounds, blah 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 blah. We go to Buffalo where everybody says that is a really hostile place, it's a hard place to win, blah the Buffalo's home record is beep blah blue. Okay, we go, we win. Which however you say we can get lucky, whatever. We won. We We won. We beat we them. Yep, right. Dallas goes to Green Bay, loses to Green Bay. Yeah. Loses to Green Bay. <laughs> Doesn't have a winning record. Yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. They, they don't have – it's not a winning record. We – they are coming to Minneapolis. They're playing mm-hmm. on our home turf in a stadium where we play really well. 
and yeah. we're one and a half point well, well, underdogs. And at the beginning of the week, we were two and a half. It started the line started on Monday at two and a half dogs. Two what and are, a half dogs at home. What are you? T- what, what, what? What? What are you talking about? I posted on. And is uh, Dallas Facebook. is Dallas third in their division? Yes. Now, Dallas granted, it's a great team. division, and and uh, I did and see something when they talked about the Wild Cup. It's it's possible if the playoffs are today, three teams yeah. from the East would be. Yeah, would be the in the playoffs. East is the, yeah, so they're the, they're the best. Yeah, but yeah, they're still they're, it's a third place team coming yeah. to a first place team now yeah. only in their division. But we're undefeated at home. Yeah, <laughs> we're undefeated at home. We're second in the, in the league. Yeah. In the league. In the league. In the league. And we are somehow league, yeah. underdogs at home. Yeah. Explain well, I mean, this think- to me. I think the line will change as the week goes on, but still, how does it even come out of that? How how does that? How are we not? How are we just not? Yeah. Seven point sure. Yeah. How are we not three point yeah. favorites? Give us a yeah, exactly. freaking field goal. Like yeah. what? Do you, what? How? What? Yeah. What? What? By what yeah. metric? Somebody explain this yeah. to me. Like does no, Vegas want to lose money? Because I'm yeah. seriously thinking about making some yeah, online if I had bets. The money, if I like, had the money, I would have. I would have jumped <laughs> on that Monday bet right away. Yeah. I'll take the dogs. I'll take us as dogs for two and a half two points. Half Are you kidding sure. me? You better believe it, dude. We're going to smoke them. We're going to cover I, the I spread, mean, you know, if nothing else. Yeah. Like, even if well, somehow we know. lose, we'll, I mean, you're not going to. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Dallas coming in there, and everybody's saying, oh, Dallas is good. Dallas is good. You know what? They just lost to the Packers, though. And, they, yeah, it was a tough look, game. And they did but, look good. against. Yeah, they, they didn't look, look good. Up, and they didn't yeah, look good against yeah. the Packers. Yeah. And they're coming to our house. I, I, I mean, the, the, the schedule – uh, it's favorable. <laughs> the schedule for us is favorable for sure. Well, we still have um, we still know. have the Jets, and we still have the Patriots. Yeah, but but the, yeah, but the Jets, I think they're around five hundred. No, they might be. They might be they're like they're a decent team. Um, so here, like yeah, they're they're a decent team. Yeah. So well, Buffalo yeah. was the proving grounds. I agree, and we came out on top, and we had multiple chances to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. don't think you can really. I, I, I I don't think it's genuine to say that we got lucky in Buffalo. We had a chance no. to put that game away multiple times. And yeah. again, we go in the bad calls and blah blah blah, you know, if that catch wasn't a catch, whatever, it doesn't matter. Again, we we don't we don't miss an extra point and we win. So the, yeah. there was there's yeah. multiple things, right? So we won. We beat yeah. Buffalo at Buffalo. We established ourselves as yeah. legit yeah. Super Bowl contender. Signature. This is the yep. first time those words have come out of my mouth yeah, in my exactly. lifetime. Yeah. Well, no, that's yeah. not true. Ninety. Eighty-two thousand. In a long time. In a long time. And I yeah. didn't think that I was going to say it this year with the new coach, yeah. new GM. I, I'm just on cloud nine with all that. Yeah. But what I want to say is, looking at the way Dallas played against Green Bay, Obviously, you showed a lot of flaws, and I have a lot of faith in our coaching staff. I have a lot of faith yeah. in the notorious KOC. Yeah. This might be the game where we make a statement. This might actually – like, we yeah. might win by two touchdowns. Yeah. This this might be the complete and, and, game where I mean, we out. Like it I, also, we, it like also could just as easily turn into one where we barely win again, whatever. But Well, I um, think that the yeah, – I think that the fear is that, you know, that, that, emo- that game at Buffalo was so emotional. And so big. But I just don't see that. I don't feel that. Um, you know, like like you know, twenty seventeen, Minneapolis Miracle and all that stuff. I just had that sneaky 
suspicion when we went to Philly that we were going to get killed because it was such an emotional high yeah. to win that game the way we wanted. And they showed up and they were they were flat and we got smashed. Um, I I don't see I, I I think that from the top down, like you said, KOC, even Quasi, and and the leadership that's in that locker room with uh, Pat Pease, Darius Smith, um, you know, even Kirk Cousins, Delvin Cook. I mean, I I, I just don't see them riding it high so much. They're just like. No, we're not done. Like they're business. They're like this is we're we just got to take care of business, and they're doing yeah, it. And yeah. so the the quote that I messed up, or the the thought that I messed up last week, or whatever, was that KOC said was that you are um, at your best when your best is required. When your best is required, and so these plays that you're saying, well, how can they sustain it? And people are like, oh, they're just kind of getting lucky. They're getting this, they're getting that. But you know what? They keep making them. They keep making them. Interceptions in the end zone, uh, fumble recoveries, um, strip sacks, um, just whatever it happens to be. Big fourth quarter. Kirk Cousins, I believe, this year already has five fourth quarter comebacks. Mm-hmm. And, I, and previous to this, he had like none, you know? Right. So all the all the stupid stuff, and, and you know, I threw that stat out about the next-gen stats. Uh, about um, uh, Justin Jefferson. And, and I want to talk some more about him, too, because he has all kinds of records uh, that he broke this week. But um, who's throwing that ball to him? Kirk Cousins is mm-hmm. throwing that ball to him. And he's putting it in some tight windows, but he's not afraid to do it. So right. Kirk Cousins is elite. I have changed. I have totally – him being under KOC and this year with the worst number that he is, I'm a, I'm a believer in Kirk Cousins. Somebody asked, I read, I heard on a podcast, and people, it was like they were answering Twitter questions on that. And somebody asked something about what does Kirk Cousins need to do to be extended because is that the end? This is his last year in this contract. And I, you know, I was kind of like, eh, just let him go, and get some new blood. But if Kirk Cousins keeps putting up the or keeps playing at the level that he's playing for the rest of this season, you got to extend him. You got to give him a couple year contract mm-hmm. because. He's in the right system. All the knocks on Kirk Cousins for me, in my mind, no. All the all of the doubts for me, they're gone. They are gone because he he's a man, dude. That whatever, dude is a whatever, stud. whatever mental or emotional block that he had in the in the other programs is just not there yes. with KOC. It's not there. And so when you yeah. look, go back, and we've talked about this already before. When you go back to the skills competitions at the Pro Bowl, yes. that dude's oh my god, he's so good. Like yeah. he was far and away he's the dead. best quarterback there. Like and it wasn't even yeah. close. And uh, he was just having fun. Well, guess what he's having this year? A lot of fun. Exactly. A lot and he of fun. and he's and he's yeah. he's being that accurate. I mean, he really is. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I don't think he's fully come out of his shell. To be honest, I think no, we no. have yet to play our our best ball. Our best game, yeah. We're getting there. Um, you know, we obviously, like I said yesterday, we scored in every quarter, which is a big step. You know, there's still some lapses in the first half. We did we did struggle a little bit. But that's the thing. That's so and, – and they use that word resilient. And some people are like, I hate they even use that word because it doesn't even sound like it's enough. Um, uh, you know, just unrelenting. Just they're, they're – um, and, and they adjust. And so the first half wasn't working like it should have been. And so what does Kelsey – they adjust and they and they made it happen. And like I said, they're they're playing their best when their best is required. So somebody makes a play, and they just believe it. They believe it. They believe it. A hundred percent. Nobody thinks, oh, you know what? Oh yeah, we're down by fourteen. The other against, we're down by seventeen. Actually, they were down by seventeen in the second half because the first score of the third quarter was a field goal for Buffalo. So it was twenty-seven to ten before we went on a tear, and we outscored them. Uh, 20 to three or whatever it was, or we tied, we, 
yeah, 23, and then we tied it up in overtime, of course. We won that in, in, um, with the three points. But um, real quick, just to throw out some of the stats that Jefferson had, because I really wanted to talk about him today, because he is the best wide receiver in football. He he said last year, I think it was, or at the beginning of the season, they asked him, who's the best wide receiver in football? And he said, Devontae Adams still. He said, but I'm coming. I'm going to be the best wide receiver in football. And I think that he is. Um, yesterday or Sunday, he – got his 20th career 100-plus uh, receiving yards um, and his seventh with at least 150, and that is a record, both of those, 20, 100-plus receiving yards and seven at least uh, 150 or more. That sets an NFL record for his first three seasons for any receiver. He beat out uh, Randy Moss and Odell Beckham Jr. And so um, – Kirk Cousins, um, was it this? Was it this yesterday, or was it for the whole season? Um, his average, his average yardage target for Jefferson, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson is twelve point one. For everybody else, it's four point eight. So Justin is just an absolute game changer. They're already talking about if there can ever be somebody other than a quarterback to win MVP. Justin Jefferson is making the case for that. Um, he the other thing that the other one that he did um, record that he set was that um, he has caught more than four thousand yards in his first three seasons, which again Randy Moss and Odell Beckham, um, and he's forty-seven yards uh, from Odell Beckham and eighty-eight yards from Packard Randy Moss, and he's going to blow those records away too as the most yards in the first three seasons ever. So, I mean, the dude is absolutely going crazy. He's making these catches. Kurt's believing in him. He's throwing the ball up. And J.J. is proving him right time and time and time again that he can go up and get that ball. He has that this-is-my-ball mentality. Yeah, he there has. No, nobody nobody yeah. else is going to get this ball. That is mine. It's in the air. That's my ball. And he goes up and gets it, and he proves it time and time again. He's similar to Moss in that, in that way. Absolutely. But he's about, yeah. but he's about to break Moss's record. Um, yes. I think he's – I can't remember what somebody said how many – more yards he has to have the most receptions in the first three years, but he's going to do it more than likely in the next game, if not the yeah. next game, the next two, and there's still however many more games to go. So he's yeah. he's running away yeah. with that record for sure. Um, yeah. He's amazing. Like the dude is an he's absolute amazing. stud. And when I when I saw that we were yeah. getting him from LSU, I was like, hell yes! Yeah. Like yeah. oh my god. Yeah. So, so you look good. at that because you know what what that was was that we let we let. That directly, Stefan Diggs was traded for a first rounder, and Justin Jefferson is who we got on Sunday. Um, JJ had 10 receptions for 193 yards, so obviously that's a 19.3 yard average and one touchdown. And Stefan had um, 12 receptions for 128 yards, so just over 10 yards of reception. So he outplayed him. Um, you know, Josh Allen had 29 for 43 with 330 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. And Kirk Cousins, same thing, one interception, two or one touchdown, two interceptions, but he threw for 357 yards, 27 more yards, 30 for 50. So, um, you know, Josh had a little bit better percentage on his, you know, 29 for 43, but still, uh, Kirk Cousins outplayed Josh Allen, who is, you know, perennial uh, MVP candidate, you know, um, a Super Bowl favorite. And Josh, uh, Justin Jefferson outplayed Stephon Diggs. Um, Dalvin Cook had 14 carries for. Um, 119 yards and, and a touchdown. Of course, one of those was 81 yards. But um, he had an amazing game. So we just outplayed him uh, on the offensive side of it, at least in the second half for sure. Second half and, for sure. We, did, we didn't you know, outplay him in the first half. That, yeah. No, we got – we 
they looked so dominant in the first half. Yeah, so it, it just goes to show that, um, you know, we're, we're finding a way to win, and we're, we're, just, we're just a better team than what we were. Um, I saw a stat here um, from last season where it says the Vikings allowed 93 points in the final two. This goes back to what we were talking about the other day. The Vikings allowed 93 points in the final two minutes before halftimes, and an NFL record since, 19, since the 1970 merger – 128 points total inside all two-minute warnings at the half and at the at the end of the game. So 128 points. Um, that was last season. We're not doing that this year. No, we're so not. So we're and, and 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 how many games did we lose by one tour last year? A bunch. Mm-hmm. Yep. A well, bunch. we were giving up right there. 128 points total inside two minutes of the half and two minutes at the end of the game. Yeah, I think well, like discussed. we talked about, we were giving we, were, yeah. we had a 10 point handicap. We were giving the other yeah. team 10 points right now before the ball is even snapped. Yeah. And and we're still losing by one score. So, yeah. and yeah, and, and that's we're, different. Like yeah. we're and now we're winning by one score. Mm-hmm. But the but the offense believes it. Kirk Cousins believes it. Justin Jefferson believes it. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's it's. I mean, it's I would love ridiculous. I mean, I, again, who who wouldn't love their team to win the Super Bowl, right? Like, duh, yeah. obviously. But for as good a players we've had and unsung heroes, if you will, you know, with Delvin Cook. And feeling, if man, if we could put rings on their fingers, would that not feel so good? Like, oh yeah, dude, I'm mean, just unbelievable. It just makes them, one of the dude. best stories I mean, in football history, the feeling story, in my opinion. Yeah, you know this undrafted. Yeah, and then he, and then he walks away, becomes a stud, top. and then wins yeah. a Super Bowl in his home state, his home team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh, dude, they'll be they'll literally and, and be then, making a movie out of that at some point in time. And like, then it's he just, just walks so away. Yeah, it's the Kurt Warner story. It's the uh, dude. Yeah, sure. And then he just walks away, and he goes out on top because I, I think he knows. Obviously, that he's lost a step and that he's not a focal point at all. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think that it would be this drastic, but a lot of it's scheming. I mean, I think it comes down to the fact that JJ is room, such a monster, though, too. Yeah, I mean, how do you? Yeah, but how even do you in the locker room, he's JJ? like, you know, when you have the best player, you know, you go to your best player when you need him, and he calls Justin Jefferson his best player because he is. I mean, yeah. it's just plain and simple. Yeah. It's no, it's no shade on Diggs or anybody yeah. else. It's just JJ is just better. I mean, he's what ten years younger. I mean, the, the dude's just a stud, and yeah. so it's just the nature of the game. You know what I mean? So um, that would be amazing, though, to give that to to Thielen and to. I mean, yeah, that would be ridiculous. Kirk, I mean, they would all deserve that, but. It's just a good time. I feel like that's the only way. I feel like it's the only way Kirk's going to get any respect from some of these people is yeah. to literally win a Super Bowl. You know, yeah, like that's that, yeah. it's it's like all or nothing with him, and it's just it's it's ridiculous. It's just it's just so silly. Now, I didn't see the tweet, but or whatever the comment does, but there was some kind of veiled in secrecy OBJ OBJ thing. It's like, and I even kind of changed my tune on that this week. I was like. Because watching Thielen and kind of coming like, yeah, he has he has lost a yeah. maybe more than just a half step, may have been a full step, like. But then OBJ is no spring chicken either, so maybe. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, does he improve us? And again, that's where you just put faith. Yeah, you put faith in your does. staff. It's like if you get if there they was can a make veil, happen, there was a. You said there was a veiled tweet about the Vikings and OBJ. Yeah, or OBJ week? said something like he was. He made a oh. comment about the game or about the Vikings oh. or something about being good oh. or something. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. It was something and there was some there was a little bit of buzz, a buzz about it. it was like is he referring mm-hmm. to the Vikings like I think yeah. I don't think I don't think you could look at the Vikings and what we're doing now and 
if you have your choice of teams, how do you not, how are we not on your yeah. short list? Yeah. You know? on the radar. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, you have to trust that to where, cause the, you know, the, the latest things that I was hearing, of course, going to the, before the Buffalo game was that, you know, we weren't and, and maybe the, um, um, maybe the Cowboys, maybe the, um, uh, Buffalo with Von Miller. Cause he, I guess is a big advocate of, and so I don't know, you know, it, but I think that I think that I think that he obviously would be an improvement over. Team. I think Buffalo just, would, just, or uh, I think Dallas would love to have him. I think that seems to be. A, well, of course would he would, be a, but I don't see. Fit. I don't think that. I don't think that he. I don't. I don't know that he looks at Dallas and says, "Yeah, they're a Super Bowl contender." Especially now. I mean, they're third in their division. They're what five and six or something like that, or six and five or something. Or no, not six and five. They can't be eleven. They're yet. wild card team well, like, right now. In fact, Six as of right now, as, as much as I can't stand it, I think I saw that Green Bay is only like two, two places yeah. out of the wild card race. It's like what? Yeah, yeah. There's a chance. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're third in the north behind um, Chicago. No, behind yeah Chicago. Yep, Chicago's second. Right, and that, and uh, Detroit's I'm last. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that's the same. I saw the standings just. Um, I saw a graphic of that earlier, and I should have pulled it up on my laptop. But um, was the playoff race graphic? You mean? Yeah, it was yeah, kind of like that. Too. Yeah. yeah. But they actually, well, they also showed the NFC. It said NFC, and it showed all the divisions and like they're winning, like the record of every division. And that's where I saw that the NFC East was like a juggernaut in the NFC. Yeah, if, if the playoffs like were a way right, winning record. Yeah, if the playoffs were right now, there would be three teams in the playoffs from the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. And you were right. Like yeah. we were talking um, the other day, like there is three wild card spots. So yeah. Yeah. Cause the number two seed, which would be us at the t- currently, but um, you know, talking about that. Okay. So we got, I think we want to transition over into the, looking at the schedule and stuff like that. I guess we, I think we've been going about an hour or something, but um, the, um, we play the Cowboys at home this week. So the next three games are at home. Um, and and I, I I take our odds just as a blanket. I say we win all three just because we're at home. It's that's it's that big of a difference maker. But we played in Dallas, which Dallas just got beat by Green Bay, which is in my opinion Green Bay is just trash. Now you know, like I said, I think that Aaron is starting to get some rapport with his young receivers. So who knows? I, as much as I hate to think about it, um, I would and I would hate for them to kind of make a rush here, and then all of a sudden we actually have a fight on our hands. But um, we can beat the Cowboys, which I posted something on Facebook and in Spanish, little boys is or niños. That's the term for little boys. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, how can how can we be underdogs to the niños <laughs> at our house? A little little Anyways, so Cowboys coming up to Minnesota, we win that game. The Patriots on Thanksgiving night. The Patriots are not terrible, but we win that game. We're at home, I, and, and the Jets, even the Jets, I, we beat them too. Like we're we're, we're at home, I, and I think that that's a difference maker. I don't think these games are are close enough to where. Um, I mean, I would hope that we were favored just because of the record. And well, if we the other teams. if we win if we win the next three, like you said, we almost win out. Maybe not quite because we do have the Giants yeah. yet. Yeah, um, and they're, but they're, they're at home too. too. The Colts and the Giants come to us. Then we go to Detroit. It's the Colts and the Giants, and then it's Green Bay and Chicago to finish the yeah. season. And of course, those are on the road. And that Packers game might actually mean something. Um, and the Bears game hopefully doesn't. But you know, and I don't think Green Bay is. Uh, I don't. 
it's not. I don't. I don't think it'll mean anything to us. I don't think it'll mean anything to us or to the North, but it might mean something to them to throw a wild card spot. That's possible if they if they make a run on that. Yeah. So, um, and then I pulled I up the Eagles schedule like the, because I, I don't. I, I I think last week against Dallas was an anomaly for Green Bay, the way they've been playing. Yeah. I mean, maybe they yeah. turned it around. Maybe I I just don't see it. I don't think I don't think so either. And it's at Green Bay at night. It's cold, freezing cold. I mean. You know, there's a lot of a lot of things that play in that. But so look at the Eagles schedule. The Eagles have the Colts in Indianapolis, um, and then they play the Packers um, in in Philadelphia. Um, so you know, you never know about that one. Let's see what happens there. And then the Titans at home, and then they go to the Giants, which that's a divisional game. So the Giants always play them tough. And they play the Bears in in um, Chicago, and then they play the Cowboys in at, at Cowboys, which is another divisional game. So they always play them tough. Uh, the Saints go to Philadelphia, and then the Giants go to Philadelphia again. Another divisional matchup. So there's definitely a potential that the the Eagles drop a game or two. Um, and so right now we are tied at eight and one for the best record in the NFL uh, with the Eagles. And because of the head-to-head matchup, which is the first tiebreaker, they are still uh, number one in the in the NFL, and we are number two. So uh, obviously, just looking at the NFC playoff picture. They're really the ones that were – it's the two-horse race as of right now. Obviously, the wheels fall off and, you know, people start losing and other people start winning. You know, that could obviously change. I mean, we're week 10. So, <laughs> there's a lot of – I mean, we're barely over halfway. But, um, that yeah, so it – we get a – if, if somehow in some way the Eagles drop a couple games and we continue to stay on our skate and we end up in the first place, then we have home field advantage throughout – to all the way through the NFC, we, we host the NFC Championship game. We get a first round bye. We play a divisional game, and then we play the NFC Championship game at our house. And right now, right now, the way we're playing, the way the rest of the NFC looks, I take our chances against anybody in our house. We've proven that we can win on the road. We've proven that we win in, against AFC, which the AFC is, you know, they say AFC is so much better, which I probably tend to agree. They have, you know, the Bills, which of course that we beat, but they're still a very good team. You got uh, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. I mean, you know, they, you got some great juggernauts in the AFC. So, but the fact that we can go there and win, but I, I just think that at home, <coughs> we, we're a force to be reckoned with. I mean, we can take it on the road now, too. That's the other, like people were saying, the signature win. Um, and, and that obviously was it against the Bills. Um, but I, it's just it just adds to the, we can do this. We're never yeah. out of a game. We can, we can do this, and they believe it, and they believe it. And so, yeah, are, are we going to win out? I don't I don't know. I mean, looking at the schedule, I could make an argument that, yeah, we could. Um, the odds of that, obviously, are, are not in anybody's favor. But the way this season is going, the way the universe has just opened up and said, no, the Vikings, this is your year. So Justin Jefferson gets on the podium and says, this is our season – we're going to win the Super Bowl. Like he's claiming that. So <laughs> the text that, um, you're, you're, you know, that we're all in the group text and Esquire brought out, you know, and said that something about, you know, we can't, um, you know, we're just, you know, we're still the Vikings and, and we're not going to win. I don't remember exactly how the thread started, but I was like, you know what? I think that it's on us as Vikings fans, we are expecting. Us to oh, lose. We're sure. expecting yeah. this is heartbreak. Our, this we, is our yeah, trauma. We, this exactly, is our past trauma exactly. for sure. So, <laughs> so here's the thing for me. I'm like, 
I, I think that, you know, in the superstitious world that we all live in as football fans, you know, you got to watch it in the same place. You know, we've already talked to your, your brother about he, he hasn't watched the game. He listens to him on the radio that he has to listen to every single game from here on out. He can't go to a game. Um, I went to I went to the school uh, yesterday for lunch and um, one of my my cousin's daughter was there and she was like, hey, we're going to the Lions game. You know, we want to get tickets. And I'm like, no, no, no. I went last year and we lost. I can't go back there. I can't go back and watch the Vikings game against Detroit because I was at that game last year and we lost. And then, you know, so I started thinking about it. I'm like, it, I mean, yeah, it's so foolish, but just go down this, go down this trail. It's fun. It's as fun. Yeah, super, yeah, yeah. As the superstitious, it's like we are projecting losing on our team. As fans, we are our worst. We are the team's worst enemy because everybody is waiting for us to fall apart. Our own fans. So that it's almost like we, we don't have a leg to stand on to argue with the national media that's not getting this credit because in our own circles, in our own heart, in the yeah, deepest parts of us credit. as fandom, right. we, we're waiting for them to lose yeah. too. We're waiting well, for the And there's definitely some that are that are worse. There was a, a friend of mine on Facebook, and he was just dogging on him again. I'm like, dude, why do you even watch? Why are you even a self-professed Vikings fan? All you do is talk shit before every game. Like how we're gonna blow it? And it's like, why are you like, why do you even do this? Like, this doesn't even sound like it's fun for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, exactly. Just pick a different yeah. team. Shit, god yeah. damn it. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not, I, I'm not that I, bad. Like I said, I slipped into it this week. I'd been good all season long, but I, I'll admit, I did slip into it this week. Um, but I think they, again, they proved something to me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hopefully do better as a fan and uh just even if we're down two touchdowns just keep the faith and i've seen us yeah. do it already before so there's yeah. no reason we can't do it yeah. again if that happens I, so I, I said that sunday i never i never i i honestly felt and i said that in our text was that no we're gonna pull this out we can't get this fumble recovery we can't have all this happen that amazing catch, all this stuff, and lose this game. And we didn't. I just had that that faith and that belief. And you know, I was watching it with my son, Jeremiah, and we're, like, yelling and screaming. We're jumping. We're I'm on the ground like a baby, like, curled up. Like, I can't believe what's happening. He's on top of me yelling and screaming like, we did it. We did it. I mean, it's just, like, all these emotions. It was kind of like and a Super so, Bowl. Like, it, almost, it was. It almost. Really was. I mean, almost. Yeah, it was crazy. Exactly. It was I crazy. I didn't cry, which, I, like I said, I think I'll cry at Super Bowl. But, um, <laughs> but here's the thing. So – you know, if you look at it like a relationship, and which it is, it's a it's a relationship with this team. We are so invested, and it's really very pathetic. <laughs> just the human, it's so just toxic. The human it's psyche. such a toxic it relationship. Is, yeah, exactly. Because and just the, just just fandom in general is so pathetic that we put so much energy and effort and heart, and so, like real emotions, into yeah. a football team or whatever team yeah. it is that we have no control over that we have no say that all you know but it's but it's it's just so much fun it's so yeah, much fun it is so fun. i wouldn't have i wouldn't have it any other way like it's just no, like exactly. what would be yeah. the point like if it's not so, that yeah. way like what i so i love my vikings i love them they're they're my you know we say mine we talk about them at our and people that know us that are fans of you know uh, People that know, oh yeah, you're a big Viking fan. They know that too. Like, how many times have we won or lost? And like, when when we lost the um, uh, NFC Championship game in 2017, I had people texting me and messaging me, "Man, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry." Like, my condolences <laughs> yeah, to you because you're a team. Because you're a team. I, I have a buddy from uh, uh, California that 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 uh, will call me when we're doing well, pretty much, or even taking yeah. a bad beat or whatever. But this year, 
he's been saying, he's like, mm, Vikings are a real deal this year, dude. And I'm like, ah, we'll yeah. see. Yo. He's like, no, yeah. dude, I'm telling yeah. you. We're the, they're, they're, they're telling you, you guys are the real deal. And like, you're the fan, and he's <laughs> yes, not. And yet you're still like trying to find a way to say no. So here's the thing. I love the team. I'm a fan for my whole life, basically. And so like in a relationship, if you love somebody and you're not committed to that relationship and you're waiting – for that person, like you, you, you get the hottest chick in the room, and you, and you, lo- you're in love with her. You're in a relationship, but you're constantly waiting for her to leave you because you're like she's just too hot for me, like, uh, and you're sabotaging it yourself. That's what I feel like we're doing to the Vikings. That's what I feel like we're just waiting. Yep, 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 yep. And so I'm like, no more. Hash- I'm in love hash- with my Vikings. Hashtag stay I'm- toxic. Exactly. No, I am in love with the Vikings, and so I'm going to believe. And I'm going to put everything into it. And if I get crushed at the end of the season, so be it. So be it. Yeah. What is the I mean, word? I'd rather love and loss than to never, never loved, loved at all. all. Yeah. That, never loved at all. Some truth so to that. if if at the end of this ride, which do I want them to win the Super Bowl? One hundred percent with everything that I have. Do I honestly a hundred percent think that we will? I don't know. Can we? Do we have the potential? Yes. I I believe that we have the potential. We have the pieces. There's a resilience. There's a, a fight in this team that I've never seen before from a Vikings team. And so I don't know what other teams look like well, do, during I this because definitely, I've never I definitely think that we have a, a, a good chance, like a legit chance of going and winning yes. the Super Bowl. And like we've yes. already talked about, like every season – there's that one team that's a story yes. that wasn't expected yes. to be good, but they're great. They make a legit chance, yep. and sometimes that team actually goes on to win, and it makes the story that yep. much better. Who else? Who else? Who else is it in the league this year? Yeah. Nobody. It's, no, us. it's us. It's us. It's us. It's the Vikings. It's, us, 100%. It's, it's only the Vikings that fill that only. that niche yeah. right now. That's it. Yes, that's it. With that You're team, hundred percent. Or that uh, team. Well, Nobody wants to face this. Nobody wants. So the the yeah, like I, I just. I, I'm 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 done with the negativity. I'm done with the I don't I I don't believe like whatever. <laughs> Since the guy I'm, that uh, quit, that tried to quit the team like two I'm years ago. I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent in. I'm I'm like positive all the way through. And 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 if I get hurt, I get hurt. Thank if, God, because we're winning. Because this, you were literally yeah. trying to quit them like two years ago. You're like, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. This yeah. is and, and with your relationship oh, but, advice, yeah. you you what did you say? You're like this Stockholm syndrome. I can't keep doing this to myself. Yeah, it is Stockholm syndrome. You're exactly right. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. But that's it's done. It's over with. I'm all in. I, like I said, I think that we're sabotaging it as fans. We're sabotaging it as fans because we're waiting for them to lose. We we not we're not giving a hundred percent to this relationship. I've been in relationships like that where I feel like the person is not giving a hundred percent where it feels one sided. And so I, that's not going to be me. I'm, you know, like giving it all that I got to, to root for my Vikings and to cheer them on. And like, it makes a difference, but I wanted to make a difference. And so that's, that's what I'm going to believe. I'm going to stay in my little bubble. And yeah, I got their back. I said, I said, "Ah, I feel like you're yelling at me. I've had a moment of weakness. All right. I've been good all season. I had one moment of weakness, but but all those are gone now because you also said, go to the record. We win the bills. You're, you're dumping in the deep end. And you're in, I'm in, you're in, you're in a hundred percent. I'm in. I'm just like I said, this, just right now, just a little bit ago, I'm like, yeah. If we get down by two touchdowns, I'm not gonna lose faith. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we can do it. We've done it before. There's no this. This mm-hmm. isn't over. It ain't over yeah. till that clock stops ticking. Let's go. Yeah. Let's just. Keep- and, and and this is the first time that I can remember in my life that I've ever 
had that feeling about oh, the Vikings team because 98, same. 98, we we just crushed everybody. 2009 with Brett Favre, we were blowing people out too. I mean, like we were we weren't coming from behind, yeah. and, but we had a couple games like that that were close that we pulled up. That Brett Favre made some magic and stuff like that. You know, obviously 2017. Um, you know, those were fairly close games from what I remember. I don't remember us blowing anybody out or having big comeback wins and stuff like that. So this is the very first team that I feel like we're always in it. This feels like the New England Patriots with Tom Brady. Like, he was never out of the game. It feels like the, the Green Bay Packers with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, where they're yeah. never out of a game. Like, you don't want to give them too much time. It's almost like the other teams are like, okay, we scored. We took the lead. We gave Kirk Cousins a minute and 45 seconds. Uh-oh, what's going to happen now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I they're will looking say, at us like that. Yeah, I will say, like, I, I wouldn't put it all on Kirk Cousins. Like, and, and, well, this no, isn't, this no. isn't a, a dig yeah, yeah, on yeah. Kirk Cousins. I mean, the only reason I say this is different is, like, when somebody's like, well, you can't give Brady that much time. You can't give Breeze that much time. You can't give Rodgers that much time. Um, yeah. It's not quite the same. What – you can't give this team that much time yes. because we yes. are yes. a unit. This this a is yeah. a whole exactly right. team, yep. and and they'll and they even say it like you watch them, and it's not a and even JJ the stud as he is, he's like this isn't a one person thing. Yeah. This is like this is a, it was a team thing. You know that interception, that 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 block, or that this or that, and, and he's one hundred percent accurate. Um, so yeah. it's not quite the same as those where they're given the accolades no. of these like super marquee quarterbacks. Um, I don't I don't think that's what's happening, but I'm fine with this scenario. Like I'm more than fine yeah. with us just being that team that you can't yeah. give this team a chance. You you yeah. give they're gonna stay don't in it. Don't let them hang out. Don't let them hang around. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So all right, let's let's wrap this up. Let's just uh, your prediction for next week. We win. We and uh, I think you're right. The more that you when you said that, you know, I already predicted that we are gonna put a full game together. And that we're going to blow somebody out, like I said, by you know two, three touchdowns. Um, I don't know if it's going to be that. I'll give you. Let me see. You Cow- your- who, who do we got? Who do we got? We got we got Cowboys. We got the Patriots. We got the Jets. Well, just uh, Cowboys. I think, yeah. Who, who? Yeah. No, but I, I, I'm I'm just trying to say because it's gonna. I, I believe that it's going to be one of those three games that we do this at. I, I think it's going to be one of these next three games where we put the whole game together and we and we just totally dominate. And I'm I'm trying to think if it's going to be New England. Or if it's going to – I mean, yeah, if it's going to be New England, if it's going to be uh, Dallas. It's going to be New England. I think that the big lights, uh, Thanksgiving night, J.J. So, we win. Um, we win by more than a touchdown. I think we win by 10. It's that, not that's, the big that's, blowout. That's the number in my head, too. That's yeah. my, I, I think we win yeah. by 10. And I, I think, think – I, I don't think it's a close 10. I don't think it's like we get a garbage touchdown no. at the end. Like, I think no, it's no, 10, no. I think it's no. 10 points. Yeah. It's just – it's out of – I think know, the game is points. in – I think the game is in hand – most of the game, I don't. I don't really yeah. see. Um, I, I that feel like, yeah. I, I'm predicting. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm feeling. I shouldn't say predicting. I guess it's a prediction, but I. I'm feeling a confident win. I'm. I'm, fe- yeah. I'm feeling one. I feel like this game's not going to be running for our life. Yeah. Like the last ones have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. My gut. Yeah. My gut has been fairly accurate. You know. Yeah. This season, you know, going into Buffalo, I, 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 I didn't predict us to win, but I thought it was yeah. going to be close. Well, yeah, it doesn't get much closer points. than that. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's exactly what it was, and we ended up winning. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. think, I think we're going to handle Dallas um, yeah. better than Green Bay did because we're a better team than Green Bay. Bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and then they barely beat Green Bay, so we should yeah. we should be able to curb stomp them pretty good. And I I also agree yeah. with your statement. I have more of a gut feeling that if we're going to blow anybody out in the, of the good teams, it's going to be the Patriots. Yeah, there. I mean, you know, Belichick's always something, and their defense mm-hmm. is pretty good. But I just think that that big stage. I I I'm starting to kind of come to the the thing where you know everyone's like Kirk can't win that. I, I I'm I'm I think he as he's turning this narrative of himself around that that get- fits right into the big narrative of primetime game, nationally televised, Thanksgiving night, all this kind of stuff. And he shows up. There's no and panic. JJ, there's no panic and Kirk this year. Here. So that I don't. Yeah, what are you going to yeah. tell me? The Buffalo wasn't a big game. I don't care that it oh, wasn't. Yeah. A, I don't care that yeah. it flex it to a Sunday night game. I don't yeah, give a shit. You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me. You're going to tell me that wasn't America's game. You're going to tell me that yeah. wasn't a big game. Everybody says that exactly. They're How like, are you going to tell me that that wasn't a big game? Yeah, biggest game of the day. That was monster. That was a month. That was every every opening lead for that night, Sports Center, and every sportscaster, and the next morning was the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Buffalo Bills game. Like yeah. every single, yeah. every single outlet. I just mean what it meant. For, what it meant for both teams going yeah. into it, yeah. not even how it yeah. turned out. I mean, going into it, how are you gonna tell me that's not a big game? Yeah, that was huge for both teams. Like that, yeah. that, that was a chance for Buffalo to reestablish themselves, and that was the yeah. proving grounds for us. Yeah. And it became one yeah. of the best football games I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah. How was yeah. that not a big game? And Kirk came on top. Yeah. So I don't want to hear this big yeah. game bullshit. Yeah. Like yeah. He does, Kirk doesn't yeah. have the, the, the yeah. panic that he had before no, when he was no. by himself, you know. And yeah. let's go back to that, like comparing him to these, you know, Favs and the whatever, the Tom Brady's, and you can't give that yeah. quarterback that much yeah. time. This that's not him, and this is a whole team yeah. effort. And I think he knows that yeah. he has confidence in himself. He has confidence in his team, and he's yeah. not in panic mode this year. He's just not. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and there, yeah, because there was big plays all across the board. Um, KJ Osborne fourth and two, and he fights for the first down. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, I think fourth down yeah. and Saber Tooth wasn't as involved down. as I would have liked to seen him, but no. but he had a big fourth down catch. Yeah, KJ had a big fourth down catch. Um, um, I think that um, Cook might have ran or somebody might have ran for a first down on a fourth down or something like that or a big third down. But like I said, it's a whole team. And, yeah, so, that yeah, that's that's it. I, I, I 100% agree that he's he's flipping the script himself like he's doing it. And, yeah, and yeah he like you said, he's maybe not um, the Tom Brady and all this kind of stuff and people aren't fearing him, but they need to fear the system because J.J., Sabretooth, Dalvin, that's three four-headed monster that, okay, who are you going to stop? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? You know, like you're going to stop. You're going to come up and stop the run? Okay, then we're going to go over the top. And if we can't go over the top, okay, then we're going to dunk it down for 10 yards to Sabretooth. Or, you know, yeah. we're going to hit KJ yeah. Osborne in the flat. Or even, even uh, you know, even um, um, Thielen had, you know, some some decent catches today at some critical moments, you know. Like that one, that one that Kirk just threw up. I mean, it, the play was broke down. I think it was supposed to be like a – a screenplay or something like that, and it got blown up. And some Kirk scrambles and starts running. Um, Thielen finds a little hole along the sideline. Kirk just launches it up. Boom! Big first down. You know, so um, it's a whole team effort. And like I said, they they believe. And yeah, it's the sky's the limit. I mean, the sky's yeah. the sky's the limit. It's it's really it's out there. That this this season is out there for us to just take. And I think that we do. I just think that we do. Well, so it's going to be another good game. I think, uh, like I said, I I wouldn't mind a nice confident win that that'd be, that would be great. Um, we shall, we shall see. 
All right. So, uh, yes. Until next time, whatever your passion, pursue it full scale. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.